Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly or anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from the local brewer. You know the one. He secretly likes to go to his mistress to have a small cock humiliated. I could be reading from the guy you sit next to at work. You know the guy. He secretly likes to go mudding, meaning wrestling with other women in the mud. I could be reading from your local high school teacher, who in the past few weekends have been going to cuddle puddles, a.k.a. eventually into female orgies. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously on the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a confession or question, you certify the following are true. You're the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change all names and other identifiable information and you're releasing all rights to your creation. First of all, I want to thank each and every one of you that sent me birthday wishes. That was so extremely kind. I had an amazing, amazing birthday and did some things that were not on my bucket list, but I, right before I did them, I scratched them down and so I could cross them off. (laughs) One of them is erotic painting. And I will tell you more about that once I get that all formed in my head and ready to launch, but um, follow me there on that and hold that thought. How about that? Or hold my whiskey <laughs> while I work that the details of that out. But I am bringing you some erotic art and it's something that I had an amazing time doing. And I just, again, amazing, amazing time. And thank you so much for the birthday wishes. That meant a lot to me. Okay. The most common question I get is, do I think all of these confessions are 100% real? And no, I don't. But that's not for me to say that out loud. I'm not going to call somebody out for sending me something that I think may not be real, because honestly, neither one of us has 100% proof. The only person that does have proof is the person that submitted the confession or erotic story. This is the thing when the how I approach everything if it encourages one person to step outside their box or gives them encouragement to think about themselves or not feel alone, I'm 100% for that. I'm 100% for the positive message. I get that true confessions are the best because they do truly do happen. But here's the thing. What if the person that wrote the erotic story or erotic confession, and it wasn't 100% real, And maybe it's because they cannot or not in the position right now 
to act on these desires. So the only way they can confess this desire is to put it out on how they would like for it to happen. So it, it so in essence, again, they're confessing something. They're saying, thank you for making me feel not alone. Eventually, I would like to do this, but this is how I see it happening. This is how I like to have it happen. So that's why I air everything within the rules of boundaries, of course. Even when you watch a good television show that's based on a true story, it has to add, or they do usually add elements of fakeness to it or embellishments to it just to heighten the story. Uh, For example, I just watched the series Julia. And if you have not seen it and you grew up watching Julia Child like myself, it is an inside story to how her show started. There is a character there, um, a woman who is a producer, and they liked her so much they made up a part for her. So she wasn't part of the true story of how Julia Child's show or Julia started. Did it make it false? No, but it did make it part of the story that enhanced the story. So that's maybe the way we need to look at this. And we still learned, or I did learn some things from it from that possibly happened and or there were good elements of that made me feel good and go, huh, I didn't think of it that way. So when you hear things that you may think that um, are not real, or this confession or fantasy is just that, find a way to see what does it encourage you to do. Because the person that took the time to write this may not be in the position to act out on their desires right now. But it could give you an idea how to put their desires with your dynamic, however it may be, or maybe even give you a different way to act on something alone. Just food for thought. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax, let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I just found your podcast and love putting my earbuds in and listening to your sexy voice while I'm working. I'm 45, 65, and 240 pounds and been getting gray since the age of seven. So there's now more salt and pepper. I have never had an imagination even as a child. So I never really had fantasies. I have pretty much done everything that has ever appealed to me. I even spent a few hours with my face, or shall I say my tongue, inside the pussy of a former playmate in a pussy eating contest that she asked me to be her contestant, which I'm proud to say I won. But for the last couple of months, I have been struggling with a new issue. I work in a distribution center for a major package delivery service. At this very physical and demanding job, we get a lot of turnover and people come and go all the time. About three months ago, this woman started working here, and since then, she has been on my mind almost constantly. She has the greatest ass and legs I've ever seen. And for me, that's just saying something, because I've seen and been with a number. I just want to show her her body should be worshipped to ensure that she knows she doesn't settle for anything less, because that would be the greatest waste I could think of. I'm head over heels in love with my wife, and she's everything even though our sex life is non-existent, even when it wasn't, I'm sorry to say, wasn't at its great. But I love her, 
and my joy in life is taking care of her. But that ass and those booty shorts is driving me insane. Lots of love, Donald. Well, hello, Mr. Salt and Pepper, Silver Fox Donald. <laughs> How are you today? So, this definitely would fall under I don't fuck where I eat. I get, well, I don't shit where I eat, but I definitely don't fuck where I eat. Yeah. That would be hard. And I've been in that position before, but I always seem like it doesn't, it's like a switch for me. Kind of like in high school, what I've told you guys about where I just didn't date anybody in my high school. Yeah, the kind of same thing. So it's, that's the way it would work for me here. It'd be like, yeah, they're, they got a great ass and legs and I bet you their cock's great, but yeah, no. So how are we doing over there? Have we crossed over the line? I kind of don't think you will. I'm, it's, it's for me and what I'm reading here, and I could be completely wrong. It's great to look at. And the way you threw your wife out there, it was like, but I'm so in love with my wife. But if I wasn't, I'd be all over that ass. So could it be just great masturbation material? Possibly. Hmm. Sometimes leaving the forbidden, forgive my tongue, uh, in the, where it's supposed to be. That's where great fantasies come from. That's where great masturbation comes from. So I'm curious, Donald, if you had a shot and could take it, and it never affect where you were going with your wife or anything else, and nobody would ever know, what would you do? I'd really like to know. Dear Nikki, my best friend TJ was in town for an overnight business trip, so I invited him over to our place for dinner and drinks after work. We had a great time, and after a couple hours, TJ said he probably needed to get going so he could check out and at his hotel. Since he came to our place directly from his meetings, I suggested he stay. We have an extra room and we could have more time to catch up. He agreed and we started another round of fresh drinks. A little confession. I had shared my wife, Daniela, who I was dating, with TJ on two occasions when I took her home to visit for the holidays. It had been a hot, erotic fun and we were all comfortable in that setting. TJ understood that dynamic and would never bring it up unless we initiated that discussion. Daniela had never complained since she said TJ and I look like brothers, and it didn't hurt that he had a big, fat cock. I don't know that if it was back in my mind when I invited him over, maybe it was, and the alcohol only pressed the issue. I stepped into the kitchen to get a couple of beers and saw Daniela washing dishes. Her ass looked so fucking incredible in her tight jeans. I grabbed the beers from the fridge and moved in behind Daniela and pressed my now hard cock against her ass. I kissed the back of her neck and whispered, Does my naughty girl want to play with two cocks tonight? Daniela giggled. What sane naughty girl would turn down the offer of two big cocks? I guess she had a point. I joined TJ on the patio and asked if he was interested. Dumb question. At the time, Daniela was 30 years old, 
Latina with a 5'6", curvy, thick bod, and bean-sized tits and an incredible ass. Her sweet pussy was shaved clean except for a little landing strip that guided you in the delicate brown folds of her pussy. She had shoulder-length dark hair that framed her mutable face, accentuated by her gorgeous big brown eyes, full red lips that revealed her dazzling smile. We all freshened up, and TJ and I sat in the living room couch waiting on Daniela, both wearing black boxer briefs. TJ and I are both white guys. At the time, we're 48 years old, a little gray showing in our hair, six foot around 185 pounds with athletic dad bods. Like I said, brothers, I'm hung with a thick cut, eight inch cock, big mushroom head, and a slightly upward curve that Daniela loves. TJ has his cut seven inch cock, but it can't be described as thick. The best way to describe it is as that it's fat. TJ has a fat cock. Daniela came into the room carrying fresh drinks, but our attention was completely on her. She was wearing a pink baby doll halter, just short enough to give us a peek of her pussy and ass. All DJ could say was when he handed her beer was, fuck. We started to sip our beers as she sat between us, grabbed the remote, and went to the adult movies on the cable guide, picked threesome title, and tossed the remote over to the love seat. Her hands immediately in our briefs. Oh, my big boys, she growled. It didn't take long before we started to play. About an hour until we took a short break. Before Daniela was back on her knees, giving TJ a mind-blowing head. I sipped my beer and nudged TJ. Take her to the bed. I said, nodding my head in the direction of our bedroom. TJ reached down to take Daniela's hand and helped her to her feet, led her down the hallway to our room. Daniel looked over her shoulder with a mischievous smile before disappearing around the corner. I turned down the TV, played with myself, and listened intently to the sounds coming from our bedroom. I could hear murmurs, laughing, moaning, and Daniela's sexy little whimper that told you that you were doing something right. My imagination and the sounds made me crazed. After about 20 minutes, I walked into the darkened hallway, stood outside our bedroom door, and watched them play in the dimly lit room as I stroked my cock. Daniela was kneeling almost at the center of our king-sized bed, stretched out with her arms grabbing the headboard as TJ pounded her from behind. They were both talking dirty, with Daniela begging him to fuck her harder. I could hear her tense when she yelled, Don't stop. I'm coming. TJ did what he was told and finished her off as she squirted her juices all over his cock. Yes, she's a squirter. You love taking my dick, don't you? He asked. Yes, she hissed as she crawled over to lick her juices from his cock. It was time to join in the fun. For the next couple of hours, we fucked and fed every craving Daniela had, until the three of us passed out and tangled together on the bed. I was awakened by something at 4 a.m. It was Daniela and TJ. She was curled up between his legs, her mouth making love to his cock, while he softly moaned in pleasure. Daniela whispered, You want me to fuck his this big cock? TJ responded by guiding her in- onto her stomach, next to me, laid on top of her, and slipped his cock in her pussy, and began grinding her. He covered her mouth to keep her quiet, 
as he whispered dirty things into her ear. After about 15 minutes, I heard TJ ask, Can I come in your tight little pussy? Unable to speak with his hand over her mouth, Daniela empathetically shook her head. TJ drove his cock as deep as he could, tensed up, and unleashed his load into her. Judging by Daniela's body reaction and loud muffled groan, she was coming in sync with TJ. He rolled off as both lay breathing heavily, their sweat glistened in the dim light. TJ got up, bent over, and gave Daniela a kiss on the cheek and said, You're fucking incredible. Ken's a lucky man. He jumped in the shower, gathered his things, and quietly left to catch a ride to the airport. Daniela rolled over and whispered, Did you see, Daddy? Mm-hmm, I said, and she giggled. I knew, because I saw that your cock was hard. She said as she moved to go down on me, her mouth is incredible. I soon had her in the same position that TJ had her, grinding deep as I claimed her pussy. Yes, Daddy, stretch my pussy. That's your pussy, baby boy. When the time came, I didn't ask for permission. I buried every inch in her, filled her with my cum. Daniela's sweet little pussy was filled with the cream of me and my best friend. She snuggled in to spoon with me, and we drifted off to sleep. Ken. Well, hello, Ken. I have to say, it's quite nice when you have a best friend and not, I mean, I have a best friend, but I wouldn't share and she wouldn't share either, that you could have that trust with that they're not going to cross that line. It's just a night of great sex of a different type of connection, a connecting of a friendship that you can explore this area with trust. Would you allow your best friend to play with your partner, to be with your partner, to give you the the vision of watching another man, a man that you trust, or another woman, to play and know the boundaries. And it may not be your thing. It may absolutely not be your thing, and that's okay. But if you could have a fantasy that you know with someone, who would you rather be? A stranger? A one-night stand? Someone that's just a fond memory if it's great? Or would you rather have the connection with a friend, a good friend, that you know can come into town, won't bring it up, that keeps everything status quo, unless the two of you want to? Would you want him to maybe reach out to you or her reach out to you and say, I would really like to play with you guys again when we set up a date? Would you rather that? How would you rather this go? Would you rather it be like Daniela and Ken, where if this gentleman's in town, that you say, hey, what do you think? Or would you rather TJ go, I'll be in town? Are you guys, I'd like to hang out and more, but just hang out. How would you rather it go? Or would you like the pass of maybe showing up to a different town in Unknownville, meeting them at meeting a stranger at who knows where or where you guys do it? Because I wouldn't have a clue. And have a night of hopefully great, fond, sex, amazing, mind-blowing, squirting even, and leave it for a fond memory, a masturbation tell, maybe where you're making each other come. I actually like both, I'll have to be honest. I like the the mystery of where are they now? If we could bump in them again, would we do it? 
But I also like having somebody that knows my boundaries with my partner, with my lover, that would come over, play, and then scurry on their way like TJ did after he had his fill. Both of them sound actually really good. But the more I talk, I have to say, I really do like the friend idea. Just kind of saying. Dear Nikki, I have a small cock. I actually wrote to you about a year ago about how I get turned on when my girlfriend, I will call her Lisa, tells me she can barely feel it when I fuck her doggy, or when she tells me how different a large cock feels when I'm fucking her and looking to her eyes as she recalls the past larger cocks she's been with. This always turns me on to no end. I know that I will never have any woman be enamored with the size of my tool. So I have perfected other ways to please a woman and her pussy. My girlfriend loves that I give her so much attention down there, but her obsession with larger cocks stills prevailed. We have fun role-playing, and she has learned to have fun laughing at the size of my cock. This is often done when she is stroking my cock with her small hand, yet her hand engulfs almost my entire cock. I usually ask her about her last lover, which she says both of her hands on the top of each other could not cover his cock. Hearing these stories often really turns me on, which causes me soon to blow a huge load. Her favorite position is being on her stomach face down in a prone position while I'm on top of her. But sadly, all too often, I have a difficulty making adequate penetration due to my penis size. I can tell she's often frustrated by this. And the last time I told her that I'm sorry, I am not an inch or two larger. She then stated, more like three or four would be better. Would you like that? I asked. Would you like to have a much larger cock for you? Are you sure you'd be able to handle that? She asked. Being fucked by a larger cock can be a lot different. Thoughts went through my mind rapidly, and I was also excited at the idea. After much conversation, we agreed that she would be okay with the idea. I could also see a bit of a gleam in her eye during our discussion. I went on a quest and actually enrolled in a large cock site online. I found a man, Carl, not too far from where we live, and opened a dialogue with this person. After vetting him a bit and making sure that he is clean, he sent a photo of himself. I opened the photo in front of my girlfriend, and her mouth literally fell open. Carl used to play college football, and his physique is certainly showing it. His ribbed abs and perfect body were only superseded by his 8-inch, very thick cock. Oh. My. Gosh, my girlfriend finally uttered, I don't think it'll fit. I must admit, I was a bit concerned about this myself, as Lisa is far the tightest pussy I'd ever been with. There are actual times that my cock has difficulty penetrating her, and once again, mine is not large enough by any stretch of any ima- anyone's imagination. I soon emailed Carl back, and he matter-of-fact told me that once she experienced a, his real cock, that she won't have to do anything with my little boy Dicklet anymore. I was a little taken back by the comment, but to tell you the truth, it really turned me on too. Lisa just giggled when I told her of his comment, and once again, I saw the gleam in her eye. She asked me once again if I still wanted to go through with this, and I stated yes. I emailed Carl a few more times to set up particulars, and the date was on. Lisa went to the spa the morning Carl came over, 
I could tell she was a bit nervous, but still very excited. Finally, 3 p.m. came, and I went to meet Carl at a local gas station. Lisa had already gone to the motel to get ready, which he decided would be the meeting spot. I met Carl, and when we shook hands, I noticed how large his hands were. I guess I should thought nothing different. When I let Carl into the hotel room, Lisa looked amazing. She had on a short black miniskirt, heels showing off her toned legs, a tight top with a plunging neckline perfectly revealed her large breast. They meet in the middle of the room. No words were exchanged as they kissed passionately. His hands were all over her tits, and it wasn't long before they were set free. After a few minutes, Lisa dropped to her knees and felt his cock through his tight jeans. It was very obvious that it was very large. She unzipped his jeans and it popped out the hardest cock ever of us had ever laid eyes on. Lisa literally gasped and it almost hit her face. Oh my, she stuttered. This is what I've been waiting for. After playing with it a minute or two, she started to suck it. Or perhaps I should say tried to suck it. The thickness prevented any idea of an easy blowjob she usually gives me. No, I am going to get this in like I do yours, love. She looked at me and giggled. It didn't take long, and Carl had her pussy all wet and trying to stick his mammoth cock inside. It took some time, and he even commented on how tight Lisa pussies is. He fucked her like he was a porn star. So many different positions, and I think she came six or seven times. All from just penetration which she had never done with me. He had her on her back legs up over her shoulders while he slowly put all his cock in and then pulled all of it out. He repeated this for quite some time before he told me to come over. I'd been sitting in the chair in the room slowly masturbating to the best porn show I'd ever seen. Carl then stated, Look at his dick. Does it ever satisfy you? Lisa looked up at my cock and then said, No, never. Tell him. Carl told her. Lisa looked up at me and said, I love you, but your small dick just doesn't do anything for me. Carl then pulled his cock out of her pussy and asked, Does this cock satisfy you? Oh my, Lisa stated, like no other. Feeling humiliated, yet once again and turned on, I bent back to my chair. Carl flipped Lisa over onto the stomach and started to fuck her in my favorite position. Once again, deep thrust for the name of the game. Lisa was just about to come again when Carl stated, This pussy belongs to me. I can come and fuck you anytime I want. Yin, you must call me and ask first if anyone else can fuck you. I was a bit surprised by this, but Lisa simply breathed out an okay before she had another massive orgasm. Soon, Carl pulled out and shot an enormous load not only on Lisa's back, but clean over her head. That is when I realized how large his balls were. No wonder he could come so much. They both got cleaned up, had a bit of a quickie in the shower, and Lisa put her phone number in his phone. He left after they shared another passionate kiss. Since that day, Carl's been to our place about a dozen times to fuck Lisa. Usually, I just stay in another room and listen to her moans and screams, and Carl have his way with her. To humiliate me one time, Carl had me put his cock into Lisa's pussy after he'd been fucking her for a while. To say the least, she felt nothing of mine at all. Oh, and if I want to fuck with Lisa, 
She always calls Carl first for the permission. Remember, she said once, my pussy belongs to Carl. When we do fuck, Lisa laughs a lot more at my cock now, readily tells me how Carl fills her up. Most of my time is actually spent eating her pussy, and she gives me more blowjobs usually than I come in her mouth. I never thought I would be a cuck, and my girlfriend would have full all-time bull. I'm still adjusting, and I'm not sure how long it will go on. I guess time will tell. But I know, for at least my Lisa, bigger is definitely better. PJ. Well, hello, PJ. I have to say, I've never heard of it as a dicklet in all my whole career, but I have heard it as a thimble. A tampon is definitely bigger than mine. Um, like a pinklet. I have heard that, like, you're, you're pinky. So it's interesting that you talk about your penis or dick or whatever we're calling it here, or cock. I guess it wouldn't be a cock because you have a dicklet. So maybe we should refer to it as a dicklet. So you're, it, it's interesting because I was, I sit around a table at the Pines one weekend and there were a few that referred to as, trust me, you, you wouldn't like this. It would, it would go be tiny. Not that I was asking to try it, but you know, but they would tell me about how small their penises are and how they like their wives going and getting big cocks there. So yeah, and or they can't get it hard or, you know, just a teeny tiny dick, you know, three inches was the number. And I had to remind them that I'd seen someone smaller than three inches on cam. Not that they saw me, but and I know I've told you guys the story that when I first saw it, I thought it was a vagina. And I, you know, until I saw the the penis head, it was not a clit. I swear it wasn't a clit. It was actually a penis head. And he want, it was a little more rough than what you guys have the dynamic was, PJ. And I won't go into discretion or discussion here because I don't want to throw it off. Um, but maybe one time I'll tell you. But yeah, it was a little much. And I, again, I know I've told you part of the story and not all of it, but I don't want you to go, ew. So we'll refrain from that. So first of all, how's it going? Are you guys still having a full-time bull? And again, thank you for reaching out again. I really appreciate that, PJ. But I've, I've never understood the bull dynamic. And I never understand when a guy goes, I just don't have, you know, and I'm not a, I've, that's one thing I never was good at on the lines I didn't feel I was very good at is small cock humiliation. I hate humiliating anybody. And the only way I ever could do it is if the, if the gentleman became really, really annoying and then I would let loose and I would become a complete bitch. Then he would come and then he would call me again and be like, no, don't call me again. I suck at this. But so I must have been doing something right. But you, I guess you can email me privately and I won't air it, but I'm now you have me curious of how small do you consider small? Because some people think five inches is small or five and a half is small. And I hate to tell you because you guys are completely normal. Um, I've been with an amazing five, five and a half inch dick, but it was really, really thick. And like Lisa, I'm really tight. So there we go. 
it's just because a man has a big cock doesn't mean he knows how to use it. And I always wonder with a man having a big dick or a small dicklet, (laughs) are you guys under the assumed pressure that for a big dick, you're automatically are supposed to be amazing in bed. And with a small dicklet, do you think, are you fearful that you're not great in bed? That's what I always question. But congratulations, PJ, of making more and deeper connections and exploring that. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm fantasizing, I'm not fantasizing. I, I find it interesting on a, a different level, not as sexy or like turn on level about small cock humiliation, but or small diglet, you know, humiliation. It it always makes you wonder what makes a person, what turns a person on and all that going on there. So, and one final question is, is Carl a bull only to you as a couple? That that's another thing that always curious is for me because I really quick story and we'll wrap it up. But I did have a gentleman caller that we, he would only, he would call me just to talk. And what we talked about was, how, and yes, I guess there's a thing for this where he had a large penis and, but he was surrogates for couples. And he would go, instead of them going to the sperm bank, he would go to these classy houses and he would be the donor or try to fertilize these women. And everything was kosher about it. So I don't even know how many children he has, but he was a bull in all sense of the services. And sometimes he just went and serviced women because like PJ had, you know, they had a small penis and couldn't pleasure their partner, wife, or whatever dynamic we're speaking here. And most of them were actually older couples where the man's drive, he, he just, nothing worked. They tried, have tried everything, but he still wanted his wife to have pleasure and he still wanted to be there. So interesting thought on bullism, huh? So I guess if you're a dicklet or if you can't get aroused, even with medical intervention, maybe you should seek out a bull. What are your thoughts on that? I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. Dicklets all included. <laughs> I want to thank you again for joining me. Um, sorry about last week. I, I just had to take a break. I needed just a moment off. I really needed that breath of fresh air. Thank you again for all the birthday wishes. I really completely and thoroughly enjoyed it and hope to have some really exciting news for you soon. It's something I'm looking into. And yes, it does involve erotic art, not nudie. So, so don't think I'm selling my nudes. It's not that I'll just let's go ahead and squash that idea right now. And in closing, hello, lover. Where is your erotic art hiding? I know where I have mine. It's right behind me right now. So you want to make some more? I know I do. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, Have a fucking fabulous week.